All right, everybody, welcome to a surprise impromptu episode four of the Peter Dagger podcast. Joining joining me today is the one and only Odie Pixel. Hello. Um, Dota 2, Caster Extraordinaire, Rap God. He's got a, you got a couple of titles these days. What are the meme lords calling you right now? Uh, well, you say a couple. I think it's Rap God seems to be the only one. Uh, oh, OD shit, OD shit, Sills, quite a common one as well. Uh, I like that one. That's not that many. Yeah, well, you, you will win you. It's funny. It's you know you just add shit onto the end of anybody's name and PPD shit. It doesn't really work like, with yours. You know? I like the I like the crit one when it's like when oh, crit yeah. dies the shit instead of crit. It's just shit. That's that's a clever one, right? Some that some one, names are just built to put shit on the end of. Yeah. Some real some real edgy meme lord cooked that one up for a while. <laughs> He's just weighing real some real creativity. Um, yeah, yeah, cool man. Hive mind of Reddit. Yeah, so this was kind of like a uh, kind of a spur of the moment thing. You know, you're you're a pretty hard guy to get a hold of over there. Oh, very you know, busy. Oh yeah. Very, yeah. very very busy these days. What are you up to? Yeah, uh, not a lot at all. Nah, I, I do nothing, Peter, between events. Help. You do nothing. You gotta you gotta have rest and relaxation. You gotta enjoy your casual leisure time because at events it's like twenty four seven. That's true. It's true. I mean, yeah, events are. You know, there's very few lines of work where you work as long hours as esports. Yeah, you gotta sure. work hard, play hard, right? Exactly. So, what's uh, what do you do for fun outside of uh, Dota? Uh, well, well, the obvious, of course, play Dota. Uh, what else have I been doing recently? I uh, sometimes, obviously, travel back to the the UK to go and have drinks out with my mates. Um, obviously, at the moment, trying to do my best to take care of Sheev, take her for walks and stuff, go out and and, and try and spend as much time doing things like that. Um. And uh, in between events, obviously preparing for events, you know, doing the shopping, trying to get some fresh clothes in. Yeah. Uh, you, get some, sure, uh, you know, we've got latest tech, all the, the gadgets ready for the plane trips and all the games to play. Yeah. Oh, what do you what do you do on planes? What's your, uh, what's oh, your survival up. method? No, definitely. I've got I've, I always bring the switch. I bring the 3DS and I bring a surface with me with a PlayStation controller. So I'm, I'm kidded what's out. A, you know. What's a surface? A uh, surface pro, uh, you know, Microsoft, the, the, the thin little la- netbook thing. The Surface, the Microsoft Surface. Is it like a laptop or what is it? Yeah, everyone knows what a Surface is. Sorry, I have a. It's have one of those. A... It's like that two-in-one Microsoft uh, laptop. You know, the one where you get the little keyboard that slides onto it, and it's just it's, like flat. It screen. sounds great. I should look it up. Yeah. Do I need one? Uh, I did. Do definitely. I mean, it's they're they're pretty expensive, but that should be fine. You know, and you get they're super portable, and they have so the expensive ones have like decent graphics cards and i7 in, and it's literally a screen with a pull-out keyboard. So it's really handy because when you're on the plane, you just obviously don't need the keyboard. You bring a PlayStation 4 controller, you've got Steam installed, and any games you can play with a controller, you just whack it in front of you on the drop down, and you can play games. Plug it in, like, it's good to like go. RimWorld? Uh, I've not played RimWorld, but I'm sure you can. That's that. Wait, RimWorld's online, isn't it? Or is that, no. a, is that That's no, an offline game. It's single player. Is that what, like, kind of space simulation game? Management yeah, thing? Sort of. Yeah, I've yeah. not played it. But yeah, sure. Can you play it with a controller? Or is it mouse? Do you need a mouse for that one? It might be tough, yeah. It might yeah, be tough. If you need a mouse, unless you, if you're in business, then you've got a bit more tables. But actually, no, that's not true. You don't really get much of a table in business. Now, nah, you, yeah, you probably wouldn't be able to play it if it's not controlling it. But yeah, that, the Switch, and the 3DS. And that's normally they, those three units together hold enough power to get me through like these transatlantic flights. So that's pretty nice. much got me, got me covered, yeah. I haven't taken a transatlantic flight or like trans Pacific in, no. like, quite, in quite a while. So. Yeah, when was months. the last when was the last time you were over in EU? <laughs> um I was in Poland for Gwent 
Um, oh yeah. How did you do? I, I forgot to ask how I did on that. I got, you coming? I got third slash fourth. Um, okay. I, I almost made it to the finals, which would have been hilarious. I lost by one point in the last round. Oh. Of, like, how many, how like, many people went? Was uh, it? There was eight people total. Okay. So, so I, you're I actually still puff. Yeah, yeah, well, I was like one of like the community invites, like I was like the the celebrity invite or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I was like supposed to lose, and then I ended up beating a guy. I beat him three one, um, and it was funny because like he was somebody that I actually became friends with at the event. Okay. He was like he was like the other American player there, and he was so upset because like he was actually genuinely good at the game, and he like you know was always about card games and performing well. And I just like I don't know what happened. I just beat him, so I won. Uh. I won ten grand. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all, especially when yeah, I was expecting. Grand, I just went, yeah, I just went for fun and to you know hang out with CDPR and see that mm. and go to Poland. Um, I mean, because you've got an EG lad, haven't you, that plays Gwent now? Uh, that life, life coach is EG. Yeah, yeah, li- li- yeah. Life yeah. coach. Was life he coach. there as well? Yeah, yeah. He he won the event. Oh, he won the event. Yeah, oh, he won wow. like sixty grand or something. So, oh, nice. yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting guy for sure. Yeah. Um, but he's super, he's like wicked smart. That's why it's like, I try and play card games up against people and like, they try and talk to me about the card games that I'm playing with them. And it's just like, it's like totally out of my element, just like way above me, anything that I could even create. I just like went there with like a bunch of decks that somebody made for me and I just like played my best <laughs> and it, it kind of worked out. So, I mean, that doesn't really say much about the game though, does it then? If you could do that. Um, I don't think I was that bad you? at the game. I okay. genuinely, yeah, I feel like I understood my cards. Like right, like I wasn't just just throwing them down and hoping no. for the best. But you still feel there's quite a big skill difference between where you're at and where like life coach and the people who take it super serious are. Um, probably, but mm. especially now, just because I haven't played in forever, I don't play that often anymore. I'm mostly like playing Dota and uh, Kodiak, and I just downloaded the uh, Call of the Wild, the hunting game. Oh, dude, I see people playing that. What's yeah. up with that recently? I see like loads of random Korean streamers playing this game. It looks pretty pretty. It's like, it's it a legit. it's a really nice game. It's it's a yeah. little buggy, but I feel like uh, we were playing with somebody who says like you know it was it's just like a drinking game for him and his friends, and they just like roam around the forest and hunt animals and ride around on their four wheelers and stuff. So yeah, it looks pretty chill. It's yeah. super chill. It's like the chillest game ever. But um, there you go. It's probably not the chillest game ever, but it's pretty chill. It's a little more chill than Dota. That's for that's for sure. Definitely, it's a Jesus. good escape. I've been playing with uh, Kodiak and some subs lately on my stream. How's it been going? I had some real suffers, man. We lost a game. We lost a game last night. Like, what I were was, you playing? I was Zeus mid. I was Zeus. Okay. Mid. Okay. And I think both of my other lanes died. Like they were like one in ten in like less than six minutes or something. All right, it but this just, is these are people on your team. You're not rallying the troops. You're not giving I, them your guidance. I'm, I mean, like I'm just I'm just Zeus mid. I can only help so much, you know. Like <laughs> I've got a tower to defend too, you know. I mean, did you win your lane? That's the of question. Of course, of course. You did. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. I crushed my lane. All right, okay. I was I'm like sure. I was like seven and zero. Oh. Everyone else was like one and five. So why do you? I mean, you're seven and zero. Oh. Why don't you carry the game? I they had an Omni night and I was Zeus oh, okay. and they had oh, a that's, pudge. That's pretty GG. Yeah. Yeah, it was that's rough, man. Nasty. It's rough, but uh, I think we won the next game. So oh, we did win the next game. So that's good. what kind of MMR was this? It's pretty low, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where it's at because it's it's just a huge combination of people playing unranked. Um, because I'm playing on like a Smurf where it's like not even ranked at all. Um, oh, it's like maybe um, like maybe like yeah, one okay. to two k, maybe three k. One to sure. what? <laughs> it's pretty low. 
And you can't win these one to two K games, Peter. That's not how Dota works, man. Like people. I mean, I think it is. People That's at, like the pretty 3K low level. MMR for a TI winner. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your MMR these days? Why wow, it's double that, Peter. You know. Double that. Yeah, you, double, double one the, to two. Oh, double the one I'm, to two. Four four point one at the moment, Peter. Four point one. You're climbing, man. Congratulations. I, I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the talent list for all the oh, people yeah. that got invited. I thought, hmm, is Odie Pixel the lowest MMR on this list? Definitely not. Definitely I can, not. I can, I can call out multiple people who are lower MMR than me. Definitely. All right, so who are we gonna call out? We definitely oh, got machine. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, machine. Yeah. Uh, Toby's, I'm pretty sure, is lower than me. I'm pretty sure he's dropped below the 4K mark. I know that Lyric, Lyrical's definitely lower than me. Um, I'm Lyrical. pretty sure LD's... I've, to be fair, I've not seen it. I've never seen LD's MMR. Like, normally some other people, you know, they leave their account logged in and you see them. I, but I, I want to say LD's lower than me. So you can't so confirm it. I can't confirm the LD. MMR. I think LD's probably pretty decent. That's why that. he gives off that kind of aura, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he did that interview. Did you see his, like, big, like, long word interview? I didn't get to read it. No, the one that came out yesterday. No. He talked about like how you know he used to be really into CS and how he like wanted to become a professional player, and then he started playing Dota, and he always thought like how cool it'd be to be a professional player, but you know just it wasn't really in the cards for him. So yeah, I imagine he's pretty decent. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't I don't really know. So I mean, I, I, like, yeah, I think I like, think the thing. Yeah. <laughs> you go ahead. There you go. You go. All right. So you're probably like three to four. On like the low end, right? Um, yeah, I'm definitely in the. I say the bottom ten percent of the talent. Yeah. All right. So oh, no, wait, many... no, that's not right. Bottom twenty percent, I'd say. All right. No, so wait, like, about twenty. Yeah. About like four or five more professional players to retire before you get replaced. Do you think that's? Do you think well, that's coming guess, in the next yeah. year? Yeah, if it works like that, absolutely. Yeah, with the MMR is uh, commentating skill. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the bottom. So if yeah, if we get five more pushing me off on the top, it could get pretty rough for me. Yeah, yeah, I've got to, I've got, I've got to grind, you know. I've got to bump myself up. I, I can get up to five, you know, if I give it a bit of a shot. It's not yeah. that hard. Who's, who's, it, take, who'd... it takes a bit of time. LD's probably right around five. You could bump him off. Oh, Perian, Perian's not very. We forgot about Perian. Perian's oh, yeah, it's true. Perian is definitely. Yeah, he's like high three k. So he's he's just below me as well. There you go. That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> oh my god. And gosh. I think LD were... probably is five k. But I think the, the thing, the, the reason why I don't know what LD is, like every time we have events and stuff, you know. Normally, as talent, we get together, play some games. I've never, ever played a game of LD. Like, he's, to be fair, he's obviously always busy normally at these events, but he never, ever plays with us in a group. Maybe it's because he's too high MMR, you know, he doesn't want to waste his time with us low scrubs, but I've never played a game with him. I feel like maybe he's just sick and tired of dealing with everybody's shit, you know? Like, Probably. Everyone's so annoying and everyone's so loud and just like making trouble. Exactly. And LD's just he's walking around trying to make sure everything runs smoothly and the house isn't on fire. And there we are, just all trying to set the place up in blaze. Pretty much, pretty much. Okay, so um, next year, after you don't get invited to TI8 as a caster, because too many yep. professional players have come in and have taken over the ranks, uh, what's life looking like? What are you up to? What, you know, what are your plans? I, just, I, I really wouldn't know. If Well, I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to look to another game, really, wouldn't I? But then I've never really done any other games, so that would be pretty hard. So... I think I'm your... just just gonna cross my fingers and hope that that doesn't happen. You're not gonna write a, a rap album? No. No. Probably. I feel Maybe. like that could be. I feel like that could be an awesome YouTube series, and you could just rap about instead of like Slacks doing the international downloads. You could do like you could rap about the teams. That's not a bad idea. But I'm really bad at coming up with lyrics. I because I'm very self-critical. You know, I'll write something and then I'll be like, oh my god, this sounds absolutely awful. 
So it's, I don't know, if I ever did anything like that, it would take a lot of work. You should just freestyle it, and then... That sounds you, even a worse idea. No, just uh, freestyle. <laughs> just try and freestyle. You want to do it on the podcast? Uh, you could just freestyle a little bit, and then the parts that you don't like, you just, you know, you write down the parts you did like, and then you freestyle the next part, and then you freestyle the next part, and eventually you'll have it mastered, and then you would have done everything else previously, like five or six times, and it'll be cake. I say it could work. That Sorry, method. I'm not trying to create more work for you. I obviously you're in vacation no, I mean, time right now. Oh, I'm, I'm very busy. You know. No, I mean I really should. I'm 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 a lazy ass. You know. I really should do more. Um, yeah, you don't. You stream a little bit, are. right? Yeah, a little bit, but not not nearly as frequently as I should, and I have time to. No, I definitely I sh I should put more effort into trying to do some sort of content outside because I mean it makes sense as you said. You know, if if something doesn't end up working, like say casting goes down the hill, then at least got someone else to go to. But obviously at the moment. I'm pretty much all in on the commentating, so hey, if man, that falls away, we'll that's your go brand, back to man. Everybody knows you just for casting, so they'll never know you for anything else. That's like exactly that's yeah. like the Kata guy argument, right? Like Kata guy does so many different things. Valve looks at him as like kind I of guess. like a, a jack of all trades, and they're like, oh, like you know, he doesn't need to be invited as a caster. Maybe he doesn't slot into what we're looking for right now. You know, he's doing this like he's creating videos and doing content and sometimes casting, but you. You're 100% dedicated to the game of being a Dota 2 caster. No, I guess that makes a difference. So you're, yeah, sure. You're, yeah. you're the shoe-in. Well, I, I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. I think, you, I mean, you know, Valve, you know the scene. That can change, you know, event to event. You know, someone can instantly fall from being everything to, to being at nothing. Or, you know, so you could also rise up as well. You know, new people can, can get themselves into big stuff very, very quickly. Yeah, Lyrical's, Lyrical got invited to TI. That's exciting. I'm super psyched for that. Yeah, I think definitely I, when people start, you know, obviously when we all get the invites, we don't really know who else is going because we get these personal inv invitations. Um, and you, it's kind of hard asking others because you don't want to ask someone to be like, hey, I got an invite. How are you? And then they're like, oh, I've not got a, I've not got an email. So it's kind of awkward. But when I was asking around and I was like, oh, did Lyrical? And then people were like, yeah, he did. I was, I'm super hyped for him because he's, I think Lyrical's one of, he's one of those guys that's definitely worked really hard, but he's also really good, I think. Like, you, you, you know, you get a lot of people that are hard workers but struggle to kind of make that break up to the top stage. But I think Lyrical, he's definitely done it. And I think, I think it'll go down really well at the group events. He's, a, like, one of the most genuine people in the scene. You know, he really just yeah. loves Dota, and he wants yeah. to work hard and cast. You know, he'll go cast the, the China versus China game or China versus C game that nobody else wants to cast and he'll be True. super enthused and excited to do it which um, is what i think that's what you have to do to make it you know what i mean i think like a lot of us casters did we did that at the start you, you have to turn up these games have, have this sort of enthusiasm because you, you never know who's going to be watching you, you, you never know which game is going to make it to the reddit front page and you know if if you're not that enthusiastic in all your games and say something amazing happens and it gets up there people will especially if you're a new caster They'll instantly remember. I think first impressions uh, to the wider community are really, you know, they're really heavily weighted on, on the community's overall opinion on you. If people don't like you from the off, it's very hard to change the community's opinion on you. So you've got to be prepared in terms of just being, as you say, just giving it your all to these smaller games if you want to have a chance to make it. And Lyrical's definitely done that. I've not seen a clip or any anything ever be said about Lyrical where he's quoted. And it's it's a bad you know a bad example of what lyrical can do. As you said, every event he's always he's raring to go, and he, he doesn't mess up. You know, to put it bluntly. I remember I spent a decent amount of time with lyrical at DAC. 
Um, I co-casted, like, I think one or two games with him. I specifically asked PGL, I was like, hey, you know, I would love to co-cast a game because originally I was just kind of there on panel. So I was like, hey, um, who's the guy that runs it? Vlad? I was Vlad, like, hey, yeah. hey Vlad, I'd love to, I'd love the opportunity to co-cast a game. You know, if you, if you can slot me in anywhere, I'd be more than happy to you know, do it. So he gave me, you know, one of those like China versus China games yeah. and he put me up there with Lyrical and it was great. You know, I specifically asked it to cast with Lyrical. I, th- I felt like him and I make a pretty good pairing and I'm really excited to, you know, see his, I'm excited to talk to him again and just yeah. Like, yeah. say like, Hey man, welcome. Like, you know, he's, he's here, you know, he's gonna yeah, he's done it. A, a nice done little it. paycheck. Um, yeah. And yeah, all this hard work pays off. That's, uh, it's it a very is. satisfying kind of achievement. Yeah, I think I think he really is. Like I remember when I obviously I started, you know, two years ago, a lot of people were using me as examples for newcasters, saying, "Look, look at this kid. You know, he he's to show that you know the the, the top tier casting isn't sort of this in group where it's impossible to break into." And then I really feel like Lyrical's been the ne- the next bigger example. I, you know, he's he's this guy that's really put in the work. You know, he's he's slowly been noticed over time. He's been picked up to do big lands. You know, beyond the summit, have given him huge amounts of support and and giving him the work that he needs to to achieve you know what he what he what he aims to get to and as you say now going into ti um i think he's absolutely ready for it you know sometimes you know if someone's on the, on the invite list you sometimes wonder how how are they going to be but i think lyrical is definitely one that you, you you can trust lyrical to to give it his all you know lyrical is not going to screw up he's going to be there he's going to do everything that he's done and only on a higher level yeah, at, at DSC as well. He was one of the few casters who showed up in like full suit, ready to cast, yeah. when he wasn't even scheduled to cast. He was just yeah. like, well, you, he know, was ready you never to know. Go. Somebody could get sick or somebody could, you know, something could happen and I'll be the guy who's ready to go and ready to be on the panel or ready to cast the next game. So mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a hustler, man. Showed yeah, up, he showed up on a day where he didn't have to dress up. He, like some people didn't even come to the venue. I think like a yeah. lot of people were just like sitting back in the hotel and just like watching the finals and like drinking beers. Lyrical is at the event, full suit, ready to go. That's what you got to do. That's what you yeah. got to do. The hustle, yeah. man. Yeah, it's what, it. it's what puts you above the others, you know. It's what gives you that extra bit of boost because everyone notices it. You know, we're talking about it now. Everyone, all the other talent would have noticed that enthusiasm. The people running the event notice it. And, and then, you know, as we know, it does reflect on screen as well in the cast and in the panel and the coverage. So... It yeah, definitely man. pays off. Yeah. You're always on, you know, people, exactly. especially if you're, yeah, especially in like a work setting, you know, people, people notice, oh, hey, he's dressed nice. Oh, he's ready yeah. to go. Oh, he's, he's wide awake, you know, at the right time. Like he's ready to, he's ready to work. Yeah. He's a, he's a professional, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's great. So let's see what what else we have on here. Any interesting talent advice you want to discuss? I super happy for Fogged. Um, yes. I think for, for uh, the thing I'm happy about Fogged as well is he's been invited and people aren't really talking about it because they accept that, you know, he, he's, he's one that people consider his shoe in. But what you look back to, it was last year, wasn't it? I don't think he wasn't invited last year, was he? Yeah, no, he was one of the, like, the people that kind of got almost like snubbed. Yeah. People were a little upset about. Yeah. But as I say, this, this year he, he's in. He's obviously been doing some amazing work with me on, on Dream League. And to, he's been, you know, putting the work in in terms of going to every pretty much every event that BTS have offered him. So no, super psyched for Fog. I I, was, I don't really know the plans in terms of who I'm casting with, but I'm I'm hopefully looking forward to doing some games with him. As uh, it's yeah, he's he's been really great recently. And he, again, he's another one that's really putting the work. You know, I saw him at Dream League, and you know, Dream League of course, along with 
you know, there's a couple of teams that aren't going to TI that some people might not have taken as seriously, but he told me, you know, he's, he's been putting in a lot of research. He always turns up to the events as well, knowing what to say. And he puts up with me when we're casting, which is always yeah. a big plus as an analyst that I'm always impressed with. As I'm sure my my loudness and uh, my fidgeting at the casting desk can put off a lot of people, but Fog, he, he's chill with it. So, Dream League seemed like a uh, quite the event. I know that's like one of the hardest working events. I remember talking to Fogged about it. You know, he's he's got a girlfriend back home and he's like, oh, I go to Dream League and I'm there for three weeks or something while yeah. we do this event. And, you know, it's like, oh, my girlfriend's going to fly out and hang out for like one weekend. But to commit to casting in a foreign country for like three weeks, like that's it's a pretty big commitment. And to put up, with, put up with it you is. every single day. and Exactly. Yeah, it looked like you guys had a lot of fun, though. I watched a couple of the casts. It seemed uh, pretty meme and there was, you know, you definitely were hitting the front page of Reddit. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, that that's, as I always say, you know, whenever that happens, that's always just down to the players. You know, it's, it's you could take me out and put any other caster there and it would get that much. Um, and no, uh, no, it's because it's always down to the plays itself. You know, if an amazing play happens, it's going to hit the top. It, obviously, it feels great to be the caster that was the one to, to narrate over that play, but you got to kind of remember and, and not let comments get to your head because it, if say if Toby was there, it would have definitely been up there as well. It's that, that's the thing to remember that, but no, yeah. Dream league as a whole is absolutely amazing. It's in terms of the, the people that run it, they just look after you. Amazing. We have this incredible setup where they put us in these super nice flats for the, for the multiple weeks that we're in Stockholm, set us up with gaming PCs, make sure that we've got good enough internet to stream from. And yeah, I, I could never say, I, and I would defend Dream League if anyone ever said a bad word about them. And I think that's reflected recently as well in the public comments. You know, you see a lot of Reddit praise for Dream League, uh, especially when we had the whole issue with like teens pulling out and stuff. Uh, a lot of people quickly come to stand at Dream League side because they're a brand that's just been on the up and up. And obviously, a big shout out to to the Monster guys as well because they're a huge part of the Dream League. You know, they fund the studio, they they sponsor every Dream League season. Uh, because of that as well so there's a lot of great people behind it um, i'm just super psyched that i was able to get into dream league uh, when i did when james first asked me it was the the first big gig i really did that was that was when i quit my job when i got asked to do the first dream league and it's still going and there's talk of already multiple more seasons to come in the future it ain't going anywhere yeah i've heard some uh i've heard some really cool plans for dreamhack and dream leagues for next season especially with valve kind of announcing the major minor system yeah who knows yeah. man there could be a... Hopefully. Hopefully they get themselves a major. I know that they do, obviously, they want to become a major, and I believe they're taking all the routes to try and get it, but, you know, obviously at the end of the day, it's going to be down to Valve and and how they deal with, who you know, deciding which organizers they want to work with and such. But I guess what DreamHack themselves, they, they've done CSGO majors right. So that's got to be a good sign, you know. Valve are obviously willing to work with these guys, so just hope, yeah, fingers crossed, they get some action with the Dota scene. be amazing. No, I, I think they certainly will. How was, uh, how was DreamHack Atlanta? It was it was really good. I was uh, I, I thought it would be good as well. I'm, I'm I mean I'm always psyched to come over to America. That's that's always the trip where it's like, you, I don't know. It just feels like what I'm doing is so cool. Because when I was younger, I always wanted to go to America. Like that was the place where, you know, it's the place you see on the telly where all these amazing you know Hollywood people are, and and the fact that I get to go there for my job is just just awesome. I love it. I love the accents. I love everyone's positive attitude, even though it may just be on the surface. It's it's an amazing place, uh, but no, Dream Act Atlanta was great. the The crowd was insane. We actually had a really good turnout, which is always a bit of 
you know, it, you never really know what to expect at kind of these dream hacks because obviously it's not just Dota. There's people there for all these different events. People are coming to just play LAN as well and compete and stuff themselves. But we, we had a pretty much full crowd on the first series of the first day and right up to the end of the finals, you know, there's a huge amount of people watching. Um, so it was great. The, the teams were a lot of fun too. Uh, Vega and Planet Odd, you know, despite not being TI attending teams this year, um, I mean, as, as we can see, obviously, from that play that We Are didn't search, that's just an example of one of the few things they did that was just incredibly entertaining to watch. You know, the, all the all four teams there were giving it its all. And obviously just a great storyline as well to see from Team Liquid, you know, them winning another LAN in this run up to a TI was, where they're looking as strong as they are. I was at a wedding with yeah. the CEO and the COO of Team Liquid. Oh, really? During, was, the, well. during the finals, during the finals, Dude. and we were all sitting, yeah. we, were, we were on the sit, like we got assigned to the same table. Yeah. So we were, we were sitting at table seven. Table seven was the esports industry table. And we were sitting there watching the game on the on the phones, and we're like, okay, it's game five. And Liquid, like they were, you know, they were still very green to Dota. They didn't understand the, like the curse okay. and, and the juju. And we're like, hey, you yeah. really don't want to win that event because you don't oh. want to win, you don't want to <laughs> win the event before TI. So they were in between this. They were in this weird place where they were kind of <laughs> cheering for Team Liquid to win, but then all everyone else, like it was like all the guys from Monster and me and a couple other people from um, the Good Game that used to be like Good Game from yeah. Twitch, like the old EG guys, and we're all just like look, telling them like, you don't, you don't, you know, <laughs> give it, give it your all, and you know, have a really competitive game five, but maybe you know, maybe come out on the losing end might be best <laughs> for you. Now they've won back to back tournaments going into, into TI. Well, that's, it's uh, just, the dangerous it's just, game. It is. It, it is. I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll do fine. I don't see Liquid being a team that's going to tilt. Well, actually, that's not. I don't. I don't know. I Cro this Crokey is famous for tilting. Yeah, this is true. I, I don't know. They just they just seem so good at the moment that secret did I mean, too, right? True, true. Yeah, but I, I think that was diff. I, I don't know. I feel maybe we'll get a better picture after group stage. No, that's not true. I don't know because of secret loss. I, I really don't know. It's just another storyline, man. It's going to be hype. TI is going to be is. amazing. Whichever way it goes, yeah. If Liquid drop out first or if they make it to the top, yeah, either way, it's going to be a great story to spin. Yeah. Doesn't matter to us, right? No. Well, it matters a little bit to me, but. Uh... <laughs> biased caster. Yeah. But no, biased. no, not to me at all. That's the great thing. I don't, I don't care. I don't care who's going to win. I don't care who's going to lose. Um, I, I just hope that we're gonna get good games and uh, you don't, you don't well, have a favorite team. we should get that. The favorite team. You don't have a favorite. Oh, my favorite. Why? No, I, I mean, I really don't. No. Why? In terms of just a team that I like to to watch. Yeah, you're probably an OG uh, fan, right? I mean, should Alliance I, fan or I, something. An Alliance? No, no, not nah, I. No, I, no. I, oh, that disgusting look. No, I mean, not, not that I'm not. I'm, I mean, I, I can kind of came into the scene like after TI3, so I respected obviously what Navi and Alliance did, but I was never really, you know, I wasn't watching the games when they did all that stuff, so I don't really have that attachment to those names. But um, no, I mean, I, I like OG. You know, I, I like any team uh, that has players that say good things about me casting. And No Tail has tweeted a couple of times he likes me, so he gets a thumbs up from me. Uh, but no, right. uh, I, I really don't have a favorite in terms of teams. No. Right, as long as the game's good, I'm happy. There's the secret to Odie Pixel's heart. You got to tweet about him. You got well, to go. push him to the front page of Reddit. If you can, if you can show that you were, you know, oh my gosh, the people who post the Reddit threads about you, that's why they do it, man. They just want your affection. They exactly. want your love. They want your attention. Yeah. Get me to the front page and they get a cheeky dick pic from me. That's, that's how the trade works. What's a, 
What's the difference between a dick pic and a cheeky dick pic? Oh, this is an American thing. You don't, you guys don't use cheeky, do you? It's like uh, cheeky. Not really. It's, I mean, like you never use the, the, the you never say something's cheeky. No, never. No, it's like never. you know, slightly naughty. You know, if you go out for a, like a cheeky beer, it's like you know you shouldn't really be having it, but you're having it. You know what I mean? I thought it was like a tongue, like almost like a not like a tongue in cheek sort of thing. Mm, is that no. different? I guess so. It's like you, you can just imagine if, if you're doing a cheeky something, you've got like a stupid look on your face whilst you're doing it. It's like you're being cheeky. Like cheeky's okay. a word. Do you know what to be yeah, cheeky? Yeah, yeah. No, like I've, heard it. I've heard it. Yeah. You've heard I just, it. <laughs> I just don't understand all the the contextual like examples of it, I guess. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just a, a lazy word, really. You can just slot in in front of anything. You know what I mean? Sure. If you're British, you, 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 you want to say an extra word, you just add cheeky in front of anything. Yeah. So you uh you still going boots to travel radiance on Terrorblade these days? Dude, I did that again at the uh at the, the TI qualifiers. Oh, who did I trigger with that? Uh, I triggered Malini. That was it. We have we were, I was playing with Malini. We're in a yeah. five. And dude, I think I did it even worse than you. I went no items, Midas safe lane. Uh, <laughs> I think I went Midas Radiance Battle Fury Blink Dagger, then Mansa Star Octarine, and it was amazing. I got my highest GPM ever in the like five years i've been playing Dota. did you have zero kills zero deaths zero assists as well oh i didn't do a lot in terms of killing no it was a lot of I, the only kills i got i believe was when i a click my illusions down the lane and i was in the jungle and then it would flash up at the top od pixel you know got a double kill on some shadow shaman Depressing. or crystal maiden yeah those, was, are me- those are melee illusions as well exactly uh, it's, it's the best kind of illusions i mean do i don't think, know why the game was, do you but. think using metamorphosis in the jungle increases your farm speed uh I can't remember if I was doing that. I don't think I was. I mean, I had enough damage. With Battle Fury, Radiance, and Midas, you don't really need Metamorphosis. Actually, yeah, you've got a Battle Fury. Metamorphosis is, is bad. I want the cleave, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's ineffective, then, if you picked up a Battle Fury. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah, Dr- Jaska was Battle in the Fury game as well. does seem like a weird item. Battle Fury is uh, an incredibly underrated item, and I hope we see more of it at TR. Yeah. Well, we probably will with all the anti-mage picks, to be fair. Yeah, it was something I wasn't uh, I wasn't totally aware of. I was signing up for when I when I went to DAC for the first time. I didn't know that I would be playing in five stacks with all of the casters at a land cafe. I mean, surely and, you expected that, right? In the downtime, like to chill usually, out. Or usually, I like? just like well, when I play Dota, I don't really do like group queue. I usually just play by myself, like solo queue, like high ranking MMR. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was just trying to be like one of the boys, you know. I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> I built radiance on I'm terror, casting baby. this event. Like, I'll go hang out with them, and I'll play, you know, I'll play in their games and join their five stack. And you know, I just thought I was signing up for a good time. And then I don't know, you were just being an anti-gamer. I was, you know, I wanted to impress you with my high GPMs. That's how it works. That's <laughs> how it works. That's how crazy, it works. Crazy. It's person. all about the farm, you know. Well, we won the game. To be fair, in fact, that build has won every game I've played, but all two of them. So, yeah, we were we were hitting their tier three towers, and you were still farming the jungle. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, you, I think I died like once. You kept the lanes pushed. You know, they had they had a lot of lane pressure. They didn't know how to react to our, our movements. So, I give you a lot of the credit for victory. Yeah. Oh, that's another good one. Battle Fury Slark. That's one I like to delve in. That that's that's a winning strat. Draskal knows. Draskal Battle Fury Slark, huh? Battle Fury Slark. Battle Fury, anyone that's a melee hero. If you're not yeah. building... Actually, to be fair, if you're not building Midas and Battle Fury, then you're doing it wrong on a lot of heroes. I always love the the Midas anti-mages. See those from time to time. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. 
Yeah. I think my Midas is still just an incredible item, especially in, uh, in, in lower MMR games when you're playing, and especially if you're party queuing with someone that's lower MMR than you, like, just if you pick up a Midas, you've won the game. It, because, because people don't know how to play at that level in the 3K, 4K black bracket. So nice. Nice. So this is going to be your second TI, right? Third TI. Third TI. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I was to be Been fair, around TI, that long. I was at well, I was only only around for like a few months before the first TI. Like the first TI invite was really soon at the start of my career. I think like I did what the the Dream League in the April, and then I had a TI TI invite a few months later. But yeah, I've been what two so far. But you're right. It, it feels like I, I'm I'm still super new. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you look at Toby and LD. These these guys have been around for years. I still feel like the very much like the new guy in the block. But three TIs, yeah, it's it's been a pretty crazy road. So give uh give the viewers and the listeners some insight of what it's like to cast TI compared to other events. It's it's pretty different. I think definitely the well the fact that you're always going back to the same place. You know, now when you know Key Arena each and every time. They, you always get that, they, every time you, you get back there, at least last year, it was, you, you're hit instantly of all memories of the time that you were there the year before. And it's, the, the overall just atmosphere is very different just because of how all the players are. You know, some other events, the players might come and have a, have a chat or have a laugh, but you know, everyone is totally heads down. Um, the fans are, are crazy as well, because like, obviously everyone that goes to TI is super committed to the game. You know, other lands that because they they'll be cheaper, easier to get tickets to. You get local fans. Not to say that they're any any lesser, but you know, TI is the that's the event where you get the majority of people that actually travelled, you know, flown all across the world to actually come to the event. So no, it's 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 very different, and and you can never take away from the fact that you're you're working for Valve. You know, these you're you're there under Valve's name for their own product, and these are the guys that made the game that has literally made you you be able to do what you're doing in life at the moment so that always it's not really a weight that it kind of bears on your shoulders but it's definitely that that constant reminder in your mind like my goodness i'm here casting the game because the people who make the game like what i do or at least that's what you think it's pretty incredible have you have you had the chance to speak to gaben i have yeah i've seen both both ti's what did you say I introduced myself. What was it? What you I think it was TI five. I'm tr- it was it was a both of the the pre parties because we always have like a, a nice little drink. Well, of course you know, yeah, they, yeah, the, the players' dinner. Yeah, the players' dinner, uh, which has been really nice. I can't I can't remember the one. Can you remember the one at TI five? Where were we? It's always at the the restaurant across the street from the Valve office. Mm, no, it was no. I remember. Oh, no, no, it was, it was the it was one on the, the, it was, on it was the one on the harbor. Yeah, it was yeah. one on the, that was what Ti Five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was Ti Five. Yeah, so that one, that was the one when I went up and spoke to Gaming because we were there and he was outside, like on the yeah on, on the decks. And drove, I went. I had to drove his race car up up to the end of the parking oh, I didn't lot see there. That. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah, see yeah. his car. I didn't see his car. But he was there. I had to go and introduce him, and I I didn't really know what to say because it's like, what, does he know who I am? You know, does does he watch the game? Does he know me, or is just someone beneath him invited me? So. I had to introduce myself, say, "Oh, hi, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here casting this game for you, uh, you know, just want to say hi." And he knew like, you were, was, right? I, I don't know. I mean, he is obviously polite and introduced, but I don't know if he knew me. I, oh I guess he might have done. I feel like I feel like we're like gossiping like twelve-year-old girls right now. 
It's like, oh, did he know me? Did he recognize little, me? Little giddy, cheeky face of yours right now. But no, he was, he was, it was cool. And, and, and I saw him at TI6 as well. TI6 pre-part was great. He came and sat down next to us and chatted to us for a bit. It was like, then, you know, he, he actually asked us questions. Oh, is that the one? How we were doing. Is that where Slack tells the story that you sat down next to Gavin yeah. instead of him? No, I, was it me? I don't, I, he told me that story. I don't think it was me. He was near us. I think, no, I think it was Charlie Yang who sat in his place. I swear it was Charlie. Gotcha. I think it was Charlie. But no, that's when Gabe chilled with us. And No, I hope to see him again this year. Maybe, maybe he remembers me from the last two times. I never know. But yeah. he's, he's always super to, nice. We should try to sit. Do casters get, casters get to go to the player data, right? Of course we do. Yeah. I mean, they don't tell the players, but it's really a casters dinner. You guys are just lucky to get an invite, you know. That's true. A lot of the, pl- <laughs> I Off those the players are so funny because the players take it. Everybody takes it so serious. Like the TI is a super serious event, right? So all the players show up and they just like eat the food and like want to leave. Yeah. And like go back, like get eat the food. They I get their they get their TI jackets, uh, for the year, and then they all just want to go back to the hotel and practice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Eg, yeah. eg was eg was never that team. I feel well, like you went you went we, hard. At- we oh. always stuck around. We, I, I always tried all of the cocktails at the bar. They oh, they, the, they always have the Dota yeah, theme ones. The Dota yeah. themed cocktails. Yeah. We had the Dagon and the. the they had like well, the, they have the keeper that there was like a keeper of the light one. I yeah, think. Yeah, keeper. You're right. Keeper. The there was light. like a leaner one. I think. I Black don't know. King Bar was one. Black King Bar. There's that one was that right. was like a. Yeah. There was like a spicy. I don't know what it was like a spicy Tabasco, um, cocktail. I forget what was in it, but I walked up and it was a, uh, it was the Russian. All the Russians were sitting around the. The Russians always drink. All right, so oh, EG and EG and the Russians are always drinking. Um, <laughs> so I went up to them and they were like, "Oh, this drink's, you know, this drink's spicy." And I was like, "I, you know, I always handle spicy stuff. Like I am, okay. I am the, the king of spicy food. Um, maybe not the king, but one of, you know, one of the people at the table." Um, and I just like chugged the entire spicy drink like in front of the Russian guys, like just trying to be funny and like impress them. Oh dear. It was so bad. That's when I officially <laughs> learned that I hated spicy uh, drinks. Was it like so, instantly bad? Like did you instantly get a kick? Like it just it was, was just it? like a huge thing of like Tabasco had just taken okay. over like all of my senses. So you couldn't even hold your composure where you're the kind of where you're like, Oh, this is fine. Oh No, I just like like sucked <laughs> it up, a tear rolled down my Tear came down my eye, and I was just like, "It's it's pretty good. You guys should do do one as well." Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I tried that one, but no, yeah, the parties are always great. Gabe, yeah. Gabe is he's he's a nice lad. It's, it's awesome that he comes down and hangs with us at those parties. I've always yeah. been I've always been too nervous to go say anything. Have to you him. never? I've never done I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever spoken to him. I'll I'll uh, introduce you uh, this year, Peter. I'll take. Oh my god. Him. I'll take hey, you. I'm like, hey, Peter, Gabe, come this, this is, is my mate. Peter. <laughs> he's a big one of fan. T.I. Just wanted to say hi. Dude, yeah, no, you're awesome. right though. I think we all kind of owe him a big thank you, you know, for yeah. everything that he's been able to create for us. I know, like for me, it's like especially like my life is totally different because of Dota. I don't have no mm-hmm. idea where I'd be at without it. So, yeah, uh, pretty happy. Yeah, you, you owe him. You owe him an introduction. You definitely do. Yeah, I owe him. A if thank he's you. there, if he's there, and you've not gone up to him, I'm gonna go up to you and say, "Go on." I'll be like, go. I'm going in, I'm off going in go. 10 minutes. I'm going in 10 minutes. All right, stop, stop. <laughs> Don't rush me. Off. Don't rush me. I'm going to say something. You All need right. to. You should. It will, it will love it as well. It said, every time I've done it, he's, he's, he's always welcoming. He doesn't give you, he's not going to give you sort of a look to say, you know, he's not like that. He's, he's down with the, down with the kids, you know, that's Gabe. He's a good lad. 
All right, man. What else is going on? What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I came in. I came in like really, really underprepared because I didn't know if you were That's actually right. going to show up for this podcast or not. You didn't know if I'd show up. You seemed really dodgy, and then your Twitter DMs were all in caps, so I didn't really know how to like gauge the situation. <laughs> does, does that just well, when I do all caps, does that destroy some of the legitimacy of what we're at? You and I both have the same Dota bag in the corner of our webcams. Is that is that yours <laughs> or Shiver's? No, that is mine. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. Look at Dota. that. That's the I one. For, I forgot to. I should. I should have set it up yeah. so it, it was like Dota symbol facing out. Look at that. Is that also a Tidehunter back there? That is. It is the Tidehunter pillar. Yes. Did you buy anything from the secret shop? No, not yet. No. Oh, it's still down, isn't it? Anyway, I didn't get to have another chance to look at it. I bought it. I, I almost sent it before. I just got. You got the delivery. I got the Ricky What's wallet. This? Oh, that's pretty neat. And then I got the Dota two playing cards. I'm awesome. a big fan of uh, I'm a big fan of playing cards. Oh yeah, well, what'd you play? I feel, like, I feel like it's bad. I What's so bad? occasionally I'll go out like I always have like I generally almost always have playing cards in my backpack that I travel with because I think it's just like you know you go out with people occasionally and it's like kind of fun to have cards if like there's nothing going on and you just like pull out okay. like hey let's play cards. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a handy little thing to have. Yeah, but it's almost like how nerdy is it that I just have cards ready, right? That's not like, nerdy. It's not nerdy. Card. I don't think cards are nerdy. All right. So, what if I'm like, out on a date with a girl and I've got, I've got a deck of cards in my front pocket, ready to play some games? I mean, I don't even think that's bad. I mean, that's. I, that, I bet. I bet that's that had huge success with the girls. Have you ever had a bad response to having a pack of cards in your pocket? I actually have not. Exactly. I, it's, it's always a good you response. Know, they're like, they, oh my god, that. you brought cards? And they're just like, oh, yeah. like let me teach you this game or let me show you this game. Yeah, it's a great. I think it's a great idea. I think more people, you know, if they want to start hooking up with the girls, make sure they got a pack of cards in their pocket. Let's see what Twitch chat says. Strip That's poker. On, strip poker on first date. Pog champ. Fuck condoms. I've I'm, got cards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, both probably going to help with uh, not getting pregnant. But uh, you know, yeah, I think that's a great strap. God damn. Get cards out. Yep. <laughs> the ultimate abstinence control. Exactly. Now, now, especially if they're Dota 2 playing cards, you know, that, that, that's going to make them. I don't know, man. They're going to drop I, I might have to bust these out at TI. Some lucky lady. There we go. You better bring them along. <laughs> She'll be like, are those Dota 2 themes? I'll be like, you bet your ass they are. I imagine if she's at TI, then it probably would work. Because if she's at TI and she ain't got a clue what Dota about, is, I don't know. It's all about, you know. It's all about timing <laughs> and, you know, setting, right? I mean, if she's out to you and don't know what Dota is, she's probably with another guy. So you probably shouldn't be showing her your Dota 2 playing cards. You know what I mean? That's true. That means if, if she doesn't respond well to these playing cards, then... You know she's taken. She's not the one. Yeah, exactly. she's just not the one. She's there we go. Dota 2 playing cards. You should, ask, you should ask, is Shiva still right there? Yeah, she's over here. You should ask her, What's what that? if you guys were on your first date and you pulled out some Dota 2 playing cards? Uh, How would she respond? If I, we were on a first date and I pulled out a packet of Dota 2 playing cards and said, do you want to play a game? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be impressed? You, you wouldn't be turned off. I mean, you wouldn't be turned on, as to say. <laughs> but, Are we actually on a date at that point? Yeah, we, we've gone out for dinner. We've sat down. We've, we've just ordered, you know, You're the meat. and the wine. Yeah, exactly. We're waiting for our food. And uh, we don't, I don't really know what to talk about because, you know, I've only met you online. This is like the first time. And I say, look what I've got. And I reach down into my pocket. And you look a little surprised. 
And then I bring out a pack of cards, and it's got the Dota 2 logo on. So she'd be a little disappointed. But she said that before about other things, so that's fine. We can get through that. She was just not my type of woman, I guess. No, just yeah, exactly. Uh, you've not got a chance with PPD, I'm afraid. You know, He only goes after girls that like don't do playing cards. <laughs> you stop giving away all my information, all these little <laughs> fanboys in chat are going to want to play cards with me. Yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna, I tell you what, you're going to have loads of girls coming up to you now at TI and getting a pack of cards or asking I, to see your cards. I certainly hope so. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you... Uh, yeah. Do you have all your, your wardrobe stuff ready for TI? No, not at all. Not I've just got all. the same shirts I use at every event. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I might order some stuff online. I, it is TI. I should at least get a suit or something. When are you flying? When are you, when are you going to TI? Monday. Monday. What date is Where that? Is that... Uh, th 31st. Oh, 31st. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I like arrive, I arrive in America in the morning on that day. You arrive on the 31st? Yeah, in the morning. Okay. You so I've still got time to order stuff. I can order stuff tomorrow, and it'll be here by Friday. So I might you're... order like a few suit jackets or something. So did you do the? Hmm. Nah, never mind. I'll talk to you privately about something else. There's a oh. there's something there's something cool going on the night of the 31st that maybe you want to go to. Oh, I don't, I'm not really a very cool person, Peter. But oh, it's not a very cool. I mean, thing. If, if I don't, don't need about to be cool. it. oh, it's it's, not a very it's cool. about on the same level as pulling out playing cards at a first date. Oh, that's that's just right for me. Yeah, as yeah. long as it doesn't involve you pulling out player cards, and this isn't a certain limitation. Well, we'll see how much we'll see how much downtime there is. Okay, I'll bring after, after the event, maybe. I'll bring yeah, him. I'll, be... <laughs> I'll bring him. I look forward to it. Huh. All right. Uh, let's. Are you excited about day nine coming in? I host? am, to be fair. I, I'll be honest. I'll be totally honest with you. When when it first came out, the rumors, I was I was a little a little worried, because me personally never played StarCraft. The only esports I was ever into from the start was literally Dota 2. I played the game. I started watching videos. I saw that people did this as a competitive thing. So Day9, the only time I've ever heard of Day9 personally was when he did the stuff for Purge. But obviously I respected the fact that you know I knew this guy was huge. You know, he's got this massive Twitch following. Quick look at his YouTube channel, and it's like, my goodness, this guy's, you know, this guy's only going to be bringing good stuff to the Dota scene. Um, and then when it was obviously announced that he was hosting. Obviously, the, the initial kind of knee-joke thing is like, oh, what's what, 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 <laughs> No, I, I have a... My SteelSeries wireless headset allows me to... Oh, this is amazing. ...traverse my bedroom. I just wanted to close this blind because it was just like putting this huge glare on my face. Uh, but but no, so so when it was announced, uh, as I said, like, obviously you got the other hosts like Alex and Red Eye. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, surely these guys are a better fit. But then the more I thought about it, and then I actually started to look at the stuff that Day 9's gone... Like I, you instantly realize like why this guy is as big and as popular as he is. Like he does have this incredibly infectious personality. You look at some of the stuff he's hosted. I watched some. Uh, so he, he hosted some sort of Magic the Gathering thing. Uh, for that was it. Deck some, something and sundry. I don't know. I, I apologize if I'm offending the guys. They, the guys who do like all the the you know the dungeon stuff and the the board games and things. And uh, he, I just watched a few minutes of him doing it, and it was instantly incredibly captivating. And I could just feel that this guy, when you put him as the face of our game, it's only going to be a good thing. Like, people are going to tune in. They're going to see Day9, like I did. As I said, I, I was watching him host something when I never watched any of his stuff. And instantly, I was, you know, being drawn towards what he was doing. And I only had to see a few minutes to, you know, Valve know exactly what they're doing with this pick. He's going to be great. Yeah. No, he's, uh, I think he's a, a really good ambassador for the game. I hope he... Yeah decides to like stay and stick with dota um, yes i think he's gonna do an awesome job i'm looking forward to working with him 
Um, yeah, I think people on the panel will have a great time with him. I really yeah. do. Yeah. And it's like for like a new viewer coming in, I like I worry that maybe like some of the younger audience, you know, like yourself, who you know just kind of got into esports, you know, in the recent years, they weren't really totally aware of what he was for StarCraft. Oh, exactly. That's um, what that's what I am. Like, I, I to be fair, I still don't really know what he did for StarCraft. I get he was he used to play it as sort of a semi-pro, and then I know he did videos and I had like a weekly show about it, but nothing yeah. that I've ever seen because I was never into StarCraft and, at all. Yeah. He was one of like one of the first like really like official professional streamers who you know yeah. had a schedule and brought you know he did a different a different show every day whether he was you know playing StarCraft or analyzing replays or doing like fun little mini games or he would a lot of times he would do the ones that I always watch I watched a ton of Day Nine because um, that's how I got into esports was watching StarCraft too um, yeah it's funny like I used to watch like EG and Team Liquid and Huck and Idra and Thorzane and all of these guys who, mm. yeah, and then now I work for EG. It's, you know, I got to, I got to join EG, which was like a dream come true. And um, now you own these guys. Yeah. yeah, I don't own them. It's not, it's not, a, we're not running a slave trade over here. Jesus. I thought some business working. You sell it's, them off, you buy Once you sign ones. the contract, once you sign the contract, but I got to get you there first. Um, no, but yeah, he's, uh, he's really amazing. Um, I think he's going to do an awesome job. I'm, yeah. uh, I would I, I do worry about the new fans coming in, not really understanding who he is, but I think that his personality is so much out there and so infectious, like you said, that they'll instantly attach to him. But I know yeah. like a lot of the older viewers, especially those who don't really follow Dota that closely, but tune in for the international are going to say, oh, that's day nine. Yeah. And they're going to know him and they're going to be like, OK, like I can just listen to day nine talk. Oh, day nine's really into this game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think definitely the positives are going to outweigh the negatives. Yeah, more people are going to tune in and enjoy it, or as you say, recognize who he is, than people that are going to tune in. And you know, obviously, a lot of people are going to go into it having, you know, these these opinions that they've already made of it. You know, because that's how Reddit, that's how the online community is. There's already people who are are going to be like, I don't like Day Nine uh, hosting. I wish we had someone that was more into Dota, had been with Dota team for longer, or had more experience hosting Dota events. Uh, and then, you know, despite however good of a job he does, those people's opinions are, aren't probably going to change. But yeah. I, I think, think overall, he's going he's gonna to be received very well. I think there's a decent amount of overlap between Dota, Dota and StarCraft, you know, however. Yeah. I, okay. I think that, you know, for me being a, a huge fan of both games, Dota, you know, Dota 1, uh, Warcraft 3, StarCraft, um, you know, those are all like Blizzard kind of Blizzard games, right? So they yeah. all. Yeah, they're under the same. Yeah. kind of had like that attachment if you were playing those games you also like were aware of what dota was and um you know warcraft 3 custom games and you know normal warcraft 3 and then starcraft 2 is like that top down third person rts kind of a game it's all very similar so people that played starcraft actually can switch over to like a dota or you know league of legends or whatever it might be pretty easily because they have that familiar familiarity that's a tough familiar i can't say it familiarity familiarity right i feel like i'm casting a spell um no they have that familiarity with the game you know they can actually play it's uh it's our gamer skill sometimes i think we take for granted when we when we look at like a dota game and we say okay i know you know this guy's controlling this hero this guy's controlling these units i kind of understand what's going on but some people when they sit down and they never played that like top down third person rts they say oh where's my hero who am i yeah. And those people, it's so hard to teach them the game. Um, but if they have like those basic skill sets, they can kind of watch and kind of understand um, to some amount. 
Yeah. No. I agree. I agree, Pierre. Huh. All right. So I will see you in Seattle on the 31st. Um, are you yeah. going to be doing anything in the next couple of days that people should be aware of? No, not at all. No uh, I'm, I might do some streaming. No rap might battles? Do, might, I'll do stream. No rap battles. You should rap no. battles or action slacks. And then, oh my, dude, Nahaz oh. with a rap battle? When, uh, well, at, we did that Dream on Dream League. League. Yeah, oh well, I got trashed. God. Dude, that was, was so funny. Nahaz, Nahaz destroyed you guys. He did. Nahaz was prepared. He's Even though quick, I'm, man. It was so, it was just so, it was, I, I don't know. I, I absolutely choked on that. It was. Hey, dude. I just didn't know what to say because they said you, you're going to rap battle each other. But, you know, we're all friends. I, I feel really bad saying really mean stuff about someone. So well, it's like it's, it's battle rap, man. It's just theater, you know? True. But I always feel like there's, you know, we're in a, 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 a you know, a community where you say something and people will read into it, regardless of if it's a rap battle or not. If you say something deep, people are going to be like, oh, my goodness, Pixel said this. He's a horrible person. So. I don't know. It was, it was a bit of an awkward situation. Did you do, Did you ever do theater in high school? No. No, I didn't. No. Did you do anything like kind of like on camera or like entertainment sort of thing? Uh, well, I, I used to be in uh, in a band. So we did a lot of live performance as a musician. Were you the singer? No, the absolutely not. I did. I did rap once. Uh, we, we did a song, uh, Billionaire, you know, the one by like Bruno Mars and Travis McCoy. So I used to do the the Travis McCoy bit of that we we did as a band and uh, we used to play at schools and that, that was great fun because I was always kind of like the quiet guy and stuff so you had this the whole year kind of watching and then I came out with these lines and I absolutely loved it you know just just seeing me up there that was great fun so that I that never, was I guess the first appearance of the of the rap god as such I don't know who ever done karaoke with you I don't think you have I mean you know normally with like the PPD people like singing depressing Eminem songs and stuff aren't you that's what you do. With the EG lads. Hey, Sumail wanted to like listen. Just like getting, all, all do, you just go if there's a karaoke su- room, you're just gonna have like Sumail singing Toy Soldier or something. You know, that's all you all get. Right. I think it's really but, cool to get Sumail out of his like shell. And oh, I think it's awesome. He's very shy. It's, yeah. No, I think it's and awesome. And to see Sumail in the middle yeah. of this room at a party full of like forty people and he's on a mic rapping to Eminem. No, I that's, think that's awesome. I do. That's amazing, awesome. right? Yeah, I do. So, I do. No, not if, I need, to, if I need to go up there and give him a little bit of confidence and rap with him, then of course I will do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's my my big brother mentality. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, the, the, the EG lads. You normally, I say, you you are in the karaoke room. You're always in there. I'm yeah, not, they were definitely the team I see the most Who's, on the mic. You yeah, guys in complexity, complexity. They're they're all about the karaoke as well. Dude, it's normally a fight between crazy. the crazy. Complexity yeah. is like that. That team goes hard, man. Like, first off, they get eliminated on the first day of almost every event, and then they just party the rest of the time. That's the complexity way. You know? They, they don't it. slow down, man. They take advantage. Huh? They're, like, they're, they're one of the few teams that takes advantage of the travel. You know, they got tons of free time. Damn. Pizza, <laughs> please. Uh, except, at, except at Epicenter, right? Um, yeah, they did all right at the first Epicenter, didn't they? I can't remember yeah, what they got. No, they, they beat us. They beat us. I think they, they beat got, like, you guys, yeah. yeah. They got like third oh. or fourth. That was that was Owie Bulba EG. Those Damn. are questionable. Those are questionable times. Those are dark times. So when Bulba was on EG, was it in that first epic? Yeah, it was. We we played uh, Epicenter and then um, the Starlighter in Belarus or no, the Starlighter in or no, we play in Kiev, and then we went to Epicenter. Oh, yeah, you guys were at we play, weren't you? That was a fun one. And then mm. we went to Manila Majors. Um, yeah. Where we disbanded. 
after we got last place. But good, good times. Yeah, good times, man. Good, good times. times. Good time. Manila was great. Lovely place. Can't wait to go back. Um, yeah, Manila's nice. It's okay. I've, it's, it's, not, the it's, it's almost as good as California. Just kidding. Well, I mean, in terms of what you're used to living in, yeah, it's very different. But the yeah. fans are great. The, the events are great out there. Yeah. So you're not very, gonna get, very different place. Though. You're not going to get any suits custom made for, uh, for TI? I think it's too late now, isn't it? None of those things take ages, don't they, when you go in and get them fitted? It depends. Like, if you can find a suit that's, like, kind of close, like, they can just, like, hem the legs or maybe, like, tighten it in. Like, I don't know. You can get you get stuff done in a day or two. Like, I mean, maybe. Should, I, don't, uh, I mean, the thing, the thing, as a caster, like, the suit really doesn't matter, I feel, because I'm only on camera, like, at, for what, less than a minute before the game starts. You only see the top half. True. Most of the time, I can get away with not wearing a jacket because I feel like when you're a caster as well, if you're wearing a jacket, I, I don't. I feel like that it kind of holds back the energy. You know what I mean? I feel like I look more energetic if I got a leash. Man, you rolled gotta, up. You gotta do. You gotta take down a button. Exactly. And, uh, you know what I mean? Having, having a full a suit bit. on is. It's just not my style. Like it, it suits other people massively. Right. Like, you know, L D and Lyrical, they absolutely rock. Kind of wearing the suit at the casting desk, but for me, it just looks like I put on some of that. You know, I've been handed down to me by my dad. So what's so, your uh, what's your optimal casting performance gear definitely just shirt and tie shirt and tie sleeves rolled up a pair of jeans no belt no belt <laughs> i don't yeah i don't do the it's belt shirt, you know what i mean your shirt's not tucked in then no well if i'm doing some panel then i'll tuck the shirt in and put a belt on but if i'm casting you know i've got to kind of let it hang out you know what i mean that's smart you gotta keep Have the a bit of air. yeah exactly yeah, I've got to have quick access as well to go and relieve myself after the insane amount of energy drinks that I consume. Yeah. So, you know, a belt just gets in the way when you're going to make a dash during the draft. That's true. That's true. It's all about efficiency. If yeah. you had one of these uh, SteelSeries wireless headsets, you could just meet your mic and go to the bathroom. That's true. And, and continue casting. And I'm sure those mics are amazing that they can handle uh, broadcasting at uh, premium level. <laughs> TI. Uh, well, they, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're decent mics. Right. I don't. I'm I don't just, mind. I'm just, I'm just joking around. Like, doing, some sell, doing some sellout, self-aware irony right here. What kind of coffee is this you're selling out? I mean, is that? Uh, Better Buzz. It's like Better Buzz. I don't know how famous it is, but it's there's a lot Never of places in of San that. Diego. There's a couple okay. shops, and they've been opening up some new places. It's nice. There we go. Nice. Eight, it's, it's 11 a.m. is a little early for me. I'm not. Uh, well, what time? You, what time we up to last night? I'm kind of sick right now. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. So I've been trying to get. No, it's not. It's not that bad. I can tell you. I can tell you sick, but you don't. Sa- you don't sound awful. You sound a, a little more nasally than normal. That's it. Yeah. No, I got a little bit of runny nose and gets yeah. clogged from time to time. What were you saying? You're asking me what time do I normally? Yeah. Get. Uh, what time did you get to bed last night? Um, not too late actually. I actually okay. turned off. I actually got into bed like a little after eleven. So. Wow. Yeah, you have more but, than enough. But I watched like an episode or two of Netflix and Oh, fair enough. Then I uh moved on. Um yeah. Cool, man. All yeah. right, well let's uh let's wrap this thing up. Thanks Sure. Uh, I'm sure it's been for... an exciting <laughs> No, it's been really good, man. Like it's oh, always I'm, Yeah, I'm this sure. has been great. Um thanks for taking the time. And uh everybody, you can uh you can find Odie Pixel casting at TI. Do you know if you're doing uh main stage or are you doing main stage? Uh, as doing? I said, I, I don't really have any idea at all. Oh, I, I, heard you got the grand, I heard you got the grand finals. Yeah, I believe it's uh, me and Bulldog on the grand finals. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I mean, no. People will we believe have, you, man. They will. There'll be a Reddit thread. Only Pixel and Border can program find us now. Uh, well, if it, as any as with any Valve events, like I'm sure most people have realized by now, we probably won't know who does the finals until halfway through the event because they sure. they normally tend to do like a running schedule because I think they like they like to you know they like to see when you turn up, how people are doing, and then putting on people onto games. Yeah. I think they look at stuff like how good certain casters are with maybe certain teams. You know, they try and match the knowledge with the with the games and such. So we just have to wait and see in terms of what games yeah. we're going to be doing. Uh, do you, do you know, be, will you be casting, do you know? I'm not casting, I'm doing the desk. Okay. Yeah. So we'll know, um, we'll know probably after the group stages who's casting what games at the main event. Or maybe even yeah, not. Well, I, as I, to be fair, I think it's changed each and every time. It's normally up to just how Valve want to do it. Um, I think normally, yeah, they'll, they'll give us like a group schedule and then they'll, they'll give us like the main stage separately. But I say sometimes they just do the main stage day by day. Isn't it just because nice. that you know it's Valve? As you you kind of said enough in previous stuff, you know they they very much are they they, they kind of leave it to the last minute before they let it out. Like internally, they've probably already got plans, but they they don't like to tell people that they don't necessarily need to tell until it's necessary information to share. Yeah, so that way they don't get trapped into doing something that yeah. you want to change. Exactly. No, because if they cool. say so and so, you can do the finals, and then someone could go out and you know, attend, uh, attend like some sort of racist march or something. And then it's like, oh my goodness, we've already given this person the finals. What are we going to do now? So yeah, they, they have to, they have to leave it till. So I think Seattle yeah. will be a safe place for people to not ruin their PR. Um, True. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, well, Seattle's a nice place. What do you mean? Well, I think it's hard. To, it'll be hard to get into too much trouble there and okay. uh, ruin your chances of uh, destroying your brand in a matter of minutes. Um, from attending, you know that, that racist rally you were, you were mentioning. Oh, they don't they don't do many of those in Seattle, do they? No, 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 no. no. Oh, well, there we go. Not as many as the UK. So. Um, oh, we do have quite a few of those. Yeah, that, that's that is right. Cool. Yeah. Okay, guys. So make sure you check out Odie Pixel um, at TI. He'll be casting main event, I'm sure, and he'll be rare to go rap rap god extraordinaire. Um, as for me, I'll also be at TI on the analyst desk, so you can catch me there. And Sunday, we'll, I'll be back with doing another podcast. Uh, Sunday, I have Day 9 lined up for oh, another podcast. People are so, going to love that. Yeah, That's going to be the guys. highlight of this podcast, you saying that you're doing one with Day 9. Well, I wanted to save it to the end because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to mention wanna... <laughs> it and steal your thunder. But there I'm sure go. everyone loved having you on, so don't, don't undersell yourself. You're, you know, you're a huge pillar in this community, and everybody appreciates the work that you do. Oh, you're a um, here. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Adios.